0: Hello again, everyone. Welcome in. This is Kevin Hissong with Rain Over Money. Thanks for joining me for today's episode. We are talking Social Security, decisions, decisions on what to do about social security when to take it how to take it everything that goes along with that Uh, we've only got 20 minutes today so we're going to go high level medium level and then uh you know as this relates to the rom diamond this is near the top of the diamond so we're almost done with that uh and then uh probably later next year we'll dive into some of the details as we get into some of the nuances of social security because at its highest level um Pretty, pretty simple to understand, uh, depending on some family situations, things like that. Uh, there can be some nuances that can complicate things a little bit. But we're gonna stay at the highest level, the least complicated version of it, and uh, at least allow you to get your arms around it a little bit if you haven't checked it out or if maybe you've checked it out a little bit. Uh, and, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're getting close to retirement or Social, social Security, maybe you're already taking Social Security um, or, or if you're a long way away. There are things you can do before leading up to and during Social Security security that do make a difference so we're going to touch on those over the next few minutes Uh, again thanks again for joining kevin his song rain over money uh join us uh give us a follow on instagram twitter rain over money the call sign visit us on the website at rainovermoney.com for more information uh, very important regarding the website, uh, especially this week. I will have some links to a couple of the websites I'll be discussing in this episode. So if you get a chance, check those out. Um, there'll be a calculator. There'll be a break-even. Some other things. Uh, if you've always been interested in that and want to get a better idea, definitely check those out. So let's jump into it. Um, I had the uh, I had the opportunity about two weeks ago. Uh, there was an industry conference here in Louisville, Kentucky that was uh, used, used to be where I uh, where I bummed around a lot when I was in the uh, in the financial industry. Uh, this was a National Association of Personal Financial Advisors, Fee Only Financial Advisors. Great group. Uh, you know, probably did conferences with them for over 20 years, but uh, had a chance to go. Got a day pass. Went over to the conference. Uh, saw some saw some uh, former colleagues and people. Good to see. But also uh, attended a couple sessions and One of the sessions I attended, and it was very timely, was on Social Security. And the gentleman, I I should have wrote down his name, I apologize, but gentleman from Nationwide Insurance did a really good job uh, on Social Security, talking about things. And, uh, you know, I I did grab something that he said, and and I thought it was perfectly said. Because this is what everyone wants to know. Everyone wants to know when to take Social Security. Well, there's two things people want to know. Is Social Security going to be around when I get there? And when do I take it? The first question is easy. Yes, Social Security is going to be there. Um, could there be some slight changes, tweaks here and there? Sure, um, because it is a big piggy bank that people are taking a lot of money out of. And if you don't fill that piggy bank up with enough money to make up for what people are taking out, uh, you can run into some issues. Uh, but in terms of is Social Security going to bankrupt all this hooey? No, it's not. Just. It, Stay away from that information again. It's just just filling your head with with the wrong things. Uh, so yes, yeah, Social Security will be around, but the second question is when to take it. And what he said is um, he he used a quote. He said, "I'm not going to tell you when to take it. I'm just going to tell you to take it seriously." And I really like that. Um, you'll see as we get into it. For me, the decision of when to take it is going to be very simple. Um, for many others out there, it may not be the case, but just take it seriously and, and take it seriously, whether you're you know 20 or 30 just starting out in your career, or uh, you know in the middle of your career or whatnot take social security seriously. There is a fantastic website it's ssa.gov I will put it out on the uh, a link out on rain over money, you can get a login because I don't know if you've noticed. I think this is for everyone. They've stopped. They used to on your birthday, they would send you a social security statement with all your work history, your earnings, what you would, uh, if you were at full retirement age and all that, uh, how much you could get. I think they've stopped sending the paper versions of those. So everything's out on the website now. If you haven't been out there, you know, on on a rainy you know, Sunday afternoon when you're sitting around watching football or whatever, log in, set up your account. That way you've got it. Maybe go out. A great time to do It's around your birthday each year. Just go out, check it, make sure the information looks right. Uh, because as the gentleman from Nationwide was saying, um, you know, there are mistakes that are made to your income. Uh, and that, that's one thing Social Security is tracking is how much money you're making each year. And you need to make sure those numbers are correct because there can be, and there have been mistakes. So definitely go out there, ch- take a look at that. Um, and make sure you know that and it's important to know your numbers for projections going forward as you're maybe uh, working with your financial advisor or whether you're doing it yourself using some some online calculation tools. Uh, it's great to know what your assumed social security is going to be at different ages, so uh, the social security.gov website has all that information and can help you plug that in because that, that's really the baseline for your retirement social security for for many people is most of their retirement. Um, but but at the least, it should be the baseline for your retirement. And uh, so so let's get into some of those ideas and the numbers and some specifics here. First thing to understand with Social Security, um, two things. How how do you gain Social Security and and what, what are some of the terms that are used? The first one is the the 40, the 40 credits. Um, you know, or I, I believe that's a term used essentially it's 40 years of work. Um, Social security is going to take your top 35 years um, or i'm sorry 40 quarters of work um, to qualify you for full social security so scratch what I said there about 40 years work. 40 quarters of work uh, to qualify for social security and once you obtain that. um, You will then qualify for full social security benefits, Uh, the second thing to understand is your full retirement age now based on your age. Uh, what is your full retirement age? Uh, for many people, it is 67. Uh, if if you're you know born you know maybe back in the 50s or 40s or whatever, that is uh, Social Security. Full retirement age was a little less than that, you know, it was always when I was growing up my dad's full retirement age was 65 but it's moved up to 67 for most people and. uh, Again socialsecurity.gov can tell you your full retirement age and that number is very important because full retirement age is the age when you can get your full social security benefit. For instance, using specific numbers here, uh, if I retire at 67 my full social security benefit right now will be $2629 a month fantastic. So that's FRA, full retirement age. Uh, The second part to that is you can take Social Security early. So if you're thinking about retiring early, uh, like myself, uh, you know, leaving the workforce early, whatever it may be, the earliest you can take Social Security is age 62. And you can file for social security up to four months before that, so I can file at 61 and eight months to start getting social security uh, benefits at age 62. Now, there is a downside to taking your social security early you get a reduction in how much you get and if you choose it, it is your choice forever. There is one caveat to that, but it is your choice forever so i'm going to take social security at age 62 and why am i going to do that um mainly because well two reasons one we'll be retired early so we'll be retiring roughly at 55 so we'll be seven years without any social security income we'll just be using our own savings uh, and retirement accounts for that um so the income will be a nice jolt to our bottom line but more importantly for me I have a horrible family history. Uh, my dad passed away at 66 from a heart attack. Uh, grandparents barely lived into their mid seventies. So for me, it it totally makes sense to take social security early. Uh, there's a lot of factors that can go into that, but health is definitely something. Now I may live to 80, 90, 100, and I certainly hope so. Believe me, I certainly hope so. But um, I am going to take that chance. So by taking social security early at 62, it is a 30% reduction from my full retirement age uh, social security amount. So again, I said, social security for me at age 67 would be $2,629 a month. By taking it at age 62, I'm going to reduce that to $1,886 a month. So that's a pretty big reduction, $800, uh, you know, I don't know, house payment, car payment, utilities, groceries, whatever, that, that's a big reduction but I do start getting that income five years early. There is a flip side to that. Um, for those that maybe um, I don't know, maybe have enough income to cover and, and don't need to worry about the social security, um, you have the option, you can take it up to age seven. You can elect to wait up to age 70. Uh, and if you wait, it's a bonus. So instead of the full retirement age of $2,629, if I waited till age 70, my monthly pay would jump to $3,322. That's a huge difference. If you think about me taking it at 62 is uh, almost $1,900, and me waiting till 70 is $3,300. I mean, that's almost double. Um, th- that's That's extremely large, but, Again, what's, what's the break even? I, I think it all comes down to a break even. And thank goodness, hallelujah, there are actually calculators out there where you can check this information. So say, what is the break even? When will it make sense? And what do I mean by the break even? Well, if I'm gonna take uh, Social Security at 62, I wanna know how long I would have to live to, um, for that to not make sense versus taking it at 67. In other words, if I waited till 67, how long would I have to live before I would have actually received more money from social security than taking it at 62 because again 62 you're starting five years earlier. I'm starting 60 months earlier getting payments so there's definitely going to be a catch up period if I take full retirement age and for me. um, It it breaks down to I would need to live till about 79 80 years old for the break even to make sense. In other words, if I lived to 79, 80 years old, going forward at that point, I would be better off having taken the Social Security at age 67. I will be amazed if I make it to 79, 80 years old. I mean, pretty pretty healthy guy, feel pretty good, but um, uh, family genes are, are one thing you can't outrun. So uh, I'm pretty confident that taking it early is going to work for me. Now, my wife, on the other hand, she could even wait till 70. I mean, my wife will probably live till 125, uh, extremely healthy. Um, so with her, it's going to be a different decision. It'll probably either be full retirement age or waiting till 70 for my wife. Uh, but but again, those are the kind of things that, that weigh on your mind it is A, you know, what do you need in terms of cash flow? And B, you know, what, what is your health in regards to that? So again, it, it's all related because as I said, you know, go out to socialsecurity.gov, uh, ssa.gov. Uh, get all your information. It will give you your your early retirement payout, uh, your your full retirement age payout, and your 70 year old payout. Take all that information and go out to one of the calculator links I'm going to put on the website. Plug that information in, and it will show you your break even, and maybe uh, give you a little advice uh, or or something to think about in in terms of when it would make sense to take um, Social Security. So again, that's pretty common sense stuff. Um, Where, where it can get uh, a little uh, frazzled and a little crazy is, uh, you know, death of a spouse, divorce, um, there's disability, there's other nuances involved that I will get into those specific details in another episode, because the the divorce side and disability and everything is, is a specific episode. But the the one thing I will say on the on the death side, and this happened with my mom and my dad uh, mom and dad had both retired and we're getting social security, uh, my dad passed away. Uh, when one spouse passes passes away, the other spouse can get the higher of the two social securities. And so you know my mom filed that with the death certificate and social security was bumped up uh, going forward so that that's just something to remember it's not automatic it's something you actually have to do. Uh, when one spouse passes away, so if you know if you're listening and that's happened to you, or maybe you've got parents where that's happened, you know just make sure uh, things have been filed correctly, so that they're getting the right social security or the the amount to uh, benefit them the most. Um, what else should we say about that? I, I think I mentioned, and if I didn't mention some of the calculations that go to it, the, the 40, 40 credits, um, it's taking your highest 35 years of uh, earnings as an average. Um, so if you have some fantastic years, you know, maybe that will outweigh some of your low earning years and so on and so forth. I'm actually on the opposite side of things. I had some very good earning years in the beginning of my career, then kind of leveled off, had a few more good earning years. And then of late with leaving the workforce, uh, and, and doing some consulting and some other things, the, the amounts haven't been as high. So, so my social security actually may drop uh, a little bit over the next few years, but, uh, I'm, I'm not too worried about that. But those again, are, are just the things to worry about going forward. Uh, in terms of, um, as I mentioned, Social Security being around, I'm not going to get really into it. You just, you just have to think, you know, when this was developed, um, there were a lot of people in the workforce and nobody was getting Social Security back when it was started. Uh, now you're at a point with with the baby boomer, boomers and so on. A lot of people are drawing on Social Security and uh, there aren't as many people in the workforce. So it's a lot tougher to keep feeding the piggy bank, uh, for it to be paid in changes that could come to that. Uh, you could see the retirement ages increase so that people can access, cannot access their social security for a bit longer. Uh, you may see, um, Oh, I don't know. There there's, there's some other tweaks and and measurements they could do, but all in all, I think the, the biggest thing to understand is it will be there in retirement because so many people rely on social security really for their entire income. Uh, um, you know, my mom has a, has a small IRA that she draws from for her requirement on distribution, but the majority of her income comes from Social Security. And it's something important to know, um, you know, you don't don't take Social Security for granted, it, it's a good chunk of money. And the great thing about Social Security is that you're getting cost of living rate, cost of living raises, uh, essentially. Uh, that's put out by the government based on inflation numbers, so on and so forth, there was a big jump uh, when we had inflation over the last years too, uh in in the cost of living increase to Social Security so it is keeping up with um, with prices and everything so that's fantastic so it won't always be like I said my my 1886 that I, I will get uh, that number will increase over time to keep up with cost of living so that's another nice feature of Social Security. But as I said, that's also something that's taking a little bit more out of the piggy bank over time, the greater cost of living increases, uh, the, the, the less that's available for future generations in Social Security. So you you may see, um, you know, another thing that may happen, I think if you look on your paycheck, up to a certain point, Social Security is taken out of your earnings. And, and once you reach a certain threshold, there's no more Social Security taken out. Uh, I could see that threshold going away or bumping up. I think it maybe it's 106,000. I could be wrong on that. But anything over 106,000 doesn't get taken out for Social Security. Um, You know that number could bump up to 150,000, 200,000. Heck, they could just remove it all together and just make uh, anyone earns any dollar throw more into Social Security to help feed the piggy bank. So, just some things to think about there. Again, not to worry about because there's plenty of uh, levers they can pull to adjust on that. Um, But getting back to to Social Security and how important it is to people, uh, you know, it's great to have a situation like my mom uh, to see that if you don't have debt in retirement, you don't have a house payment, you don't have a car payment, you live a pretty simple life, you know, she's in her 80s now so everything as I've mentioned before, is family and friends and pretty much, you know, being close by not going on exotic trips, you know, a lot of people in in a perfect world you're going to retire in your 60s you're going to travel the world if you want for a little bit. Uh, see things, do things, play a lot of golf, fish, travel, whatever it may be, um, you know, you're going to spend a lot more money in your early 60s and, and maybe early 70s. But as you get a little bit older, um, you know, people tend to stay around the home a little bit more. Your expenses reduce. The majority of your expenses are going towards health care, things like that. So, uh, you know, as long as you can stay healthy, reduce your debt, keep your debt down so you're not having a lot of uh, fixed payments on a monthly basis. Social Security can go a long way, uh, as, as you know, for, as for many people, it, it's enough for them just to get by and throw maybe a required minimum distribution from an IRA on top of that. Uh, and, and that's plenty to live on for many people. Um, I continue to see these numbers being thrown out about what's your number and this and that and they're throwing out millions and millions of dollars that people need. And I've said this before, my my mom and dad retired on, I think it was about, about $230,000. Uh, and they've had a very nice life in retirement. Unfortunately, my dad passed away early, but my mom has had a very nice life in retirement. Uh, you know, a simple life, but but for many people, a simple life is is the life. And, um, you know, just so, so something to consider there. So You know, from from its highest level and medium level, you know, we covered what I needed to cover with Social Security today. I think the most important thing I can say is, if you haven't, go out to the Social Security website, get some information on it, start to understand what you could be earning. Uh, And again, even if you're in your 20s and 30s, it's worthwhile going out there to check it out. One, really just to make sure they've got your earnings correct. Uh, make sure they you know, the years you've worked, there are earnings calculated for those years, and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, start to play around with those numbers. And At least you'll have a baseline when you start developing your financial plan, uh, whether you're retiring early or retiring on time or retiring late, to know what amount of Social Security you can count on and what other amount uh, you'll need. Because if you draw it out from a, um, if you think of it like a triangle, you've got at the bottom level, you've got your essentials, your essentials you need to live in retirement. Uh, that's the bottom level. Then you've got your discretionary and then you've got what's called legacy. And that's, that's you know, your charitable giving, um, you know, things like that, the money you wanna pass on. So the first level um, at, at that essential level, you know, that's what social security is there to cover, uh, your, your, your needs, uh, not your wants, but your needs. That second level, your wants, you know, that's comes into play. How many wants you can have in retirement are based on how much you've saved in retirement. And if you've done a good job saving in retirement, you can have a lot of wants. Uh, going forward. And then if you've done a really good job saving, or the markets do very well for you, and um, you know, you're able to continue to earn money on your retirement, and that continues to grow, there's the top of that uh, triangle with legacy, passing on money, uh, charitable giving, maybe it's to a school, maybe a foundation, uh, whatever it may be, uh, when you pass or or onto your um, heirs or your family as well, uh, to create a legacy. So some things just to think about there. Again, Social Security, nothing to be scared of. It's pretty easy to understand. We will come back with another episode probably later in 2024. Uh, If you you have a divorce situation or remarrying, it it gets a little funky with all that. And there are some things you need to know. And just if you're in a situation like that and you have questions, ask your financial advisor. There's plenty of uh, resources on the on the web uh, to help you uh, understand some do's and don'ts when it comes to all those things and disability and so on and so forth. Oh, and one last thing I will say, if you take retirement early, let, or you take Social Security early, you can get a do-over. You can say, whoops, I made a mistake. I don't want to take it. Let, let's say uh, you take it at 62 and you're 63 now, you win the lottery. Well, you know, maybe I don't need my Social Security right now. You can get a do-over. You have to pay all that money back that you've taken. And that can be very expensive, but you can get one do-over. And I'll get again into the nuances of that. I just kind of thought that was cool. I never knew that you could get a do-over. based on your choice, but uh, you can get one one option, but it's a little wonky in, in how you go about uh, getting that fixed. So we're trying to try to avoid that, but know it's an option as well. So again, Kevin Hissong, "Rain Over Money. I hope this episode on social security didn't put you to sleep, give you a little bit of more information because it's very important. And it's exciting to know that you've worked all these years and you, you've, the, you know, the government, you know, for for loving or hating the United States or however you feel about things in the government, this is a great program and it has helped so many people. and. Uh, it will be there for you and hopefully it can again provide the essentials in your baseline of retirement and allow you to do some of the things you want to do uh, in your retirement age and uh, some resources will be out on the Rainovermoney.com website so you can take a look at those break-even calculators and so on and so forth. Uh, it's good just to know that information. Every little bit helps when you're planning your retirement and uh, maybe just give you some more uh, more fuel to, uh, to feed that, uh, that, that um understanding of retirement and what's going into it so it's not so scary. Again, thanks for joining Kevin Hissong, ranover Money. Have a great day and we will talk to you again real soon. Take care.